Hey, everybody out there in Snarf Talk land, we're back. And live. Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night live. Snarf Talk. How about it? Man, I wonder if that's copyrighted. We should use that. We should. That. Oh, and we are live. Hey. Perfect. Did it work the first time? It worked the first time. I feel like our uh, internets have been working much better recently. It has been working a lot better. Ever since uh, I started getting involved, you know, and plugging the cord in. When I plug the cord, is ever that, since I've been doing that, you are pretty I mean, good at plugging the cord in. I'm good at plugging things in. Okay, I'm plugged into the news. I'm plugged into the you know cultural zeitgeist. Are you? Oh yeah. I hope that you can uh, put that on display tonight. I uh, may maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to give away my secrets, Christopher. Um. No, we're live. Uh. I don't know if anybody's listening, but welcome. Dirk already gave us a thumbs up. Hey. So he's involved. He's probably in a in a combine somewhere. I yeah. You. you know, that seems to be a trending thing nowadays around the area. Yeah, this is a, uh, it's been uh, the week to start, I guess. I guess. I just got started. Uh, All the peer pressures get you started. I guess yesterday. But I didn't really get anything appreciable done yet. I didn't. Kind of get yeah. started today a little more. You got to work out the kinks, man. A lot it takes of kinks. a couple days to get the kinks ironed out. You know, a lot of kinks. Got some corn in. Got the dryer running. This is only the second year you've ran the dryer in like how long? Like a decade. Yeah, because I remember last year when you made that perfect TikTok. Uh, was like the first time you were running it in years since two thousand and nine, I believe. So what it is started the- on fire in two thousand nine, and we never used it again. <laughs> <after that. laughs> what is the reason for that? Like uh, what? Why did you go so long without using it? And then now all of a sudden you're like, "Hey, I have this dryer over there. Why don't I use it?" Um, well, to be honest, I probably won't even use it that much this year. Um, I got it started, but now I'm going to switch on to beans. I did some beans this afternoon; they're ready, so I'm going to be on that for a while. By the time I get done with beans, it'll probably be dry enough to put them in a bit. Yeah. So I'm set up a lot for air dry, which uh, basically means you dump the corn into a bin uh-huh. and you blow air over it. Through and, it. I, and I have a computer-controlled system that turns the fans on and off depending but on the... They're not heated. They're not just, heated. It's just, just air. So that works really well, but under about 21 moisture. Oh, so if it's over 21, it really doesn't bring out the moisture quick oh, enough? Yeah. I mean, it does, but it might not get all the way dry before it gets too cold. Right, because that's what you're really like racing is temperatures well i mean i wouldn't say racing it still dries when it's colder but obviously when it's warmer it dries better so if it's 80 degrees outside and you're blowing air over that i mean it's gonna dry pretty quick so generally we air uh, have never had a problem air drying everything we need also it's way easier because you just fill a bin you don't have to wait on a dryer it's a lot simpler and it's very cost effective yeah it's cost effective and it also has really good quality corn at the end but you know I had always used a sturator bin to dry corn to start because it's always wetter when you get started, taking off headlands and stuff like that. And that's a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sturators are terrible. So uh, I decided, I'm like, I'm going to get this dryer running again. So I basically went through it and fixed a lot of it, got it running again. And um, I'll use it more than I probably want to but <laughs> yeah um that that was uh so this dryer that we're talking about was the linchpin on whether or not we were recording tonight but you're gonna trust that it works well so I, if we hear a lot of like 
like crashing sounds of like <laughs> things raining down and Chris bolts out of the room. You can just assume the podcast is over well, for the night. I just got it started at like <laughs> noon today and it died probably six times already. But you resuscitated it. Yeah, um, so I'm hoping now I can let it go for here for the two hours that we're going to do this podcast, and then right. when I walk out there... Just restart it. It'll either be <laughs> done, and the wet bin will be empty, or it will be broken, and there won't be corn all over the ground. Right, that it's, would be ideal. You know, you set it to automatic, and worst case scenario, usually everything just shuts off. Right. So we'll see how it goes. With a leg full of corn? No, there's no corn. There oh, would okay. be no corn in the leg. Well, what's feeding the dryer then? The leg. But if right. the dryer stops, it just continues to cycle back into the wet oh, bin. Oh, it'll overflow into the wet bin? Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. And that that system works great. It only turns on the auger from the wet bin when it needs corn. Right. That never breaks. Okay. Typically. So it's just the dryer physically drying like running, dry. I don't know what is going on. Why it stopped a bunch of times today? It's like electrical blips or something. And blippy, yeah, he's a great guy. One thing gets out of whack and it just shuts everything down. It's very temperamental. Mm. But Dirk has been uh, like a fine woman. Just got done shopping on Thursday. Um, you know, I didn't think we were too much ready yet. A couple days ago, I tried beans; they were like twenty percent, and then today, lo and behold, they were running twelve percent. Um, and then corn, I had a. A field of corn that was pretty dry, nineteen and a half percent, but wasn't very good. Disappointed. Yeah, yeah um, that's what you say. Heard a lot of big numbers this year, but this one field in particular. Yeah, this very one small sample size that you have <laughs> was very <laughs> disappointing. disappointing. <laughs> but the beans I've been in have been really good, so I'm sick. Really? Where uh, did you start beans? Like close by? Uh, yeah, right across the road. Oh, perfect. It's so nice that your fields are like all right around each other, except for Dwight. Yeah. Yeah. It's fortunate. It's very fortunate. Uh, Dirk said, Sturators are garbage. I agree. Sturators are the worst thing invented by mankind. And I have said this hey, for years. Now, the premise of them is pretty good. I mean, the idea of it is good, yeah, but there just needs to bin, be. Right? But there just needs to be. So, if any of you don't know, like, I don't know, we have millions of people that listen to this podcast and probably. You know, at least half of them don't know what a sturator is. So you should probably explain that. It's on a track. They're little augers. They Does go into the corn. really care? Yeah, of course they do. And they spin, and it brings corn from the bottom up to the top. Yeah, they're, they're a mechanism by which it flip-flops the corn in the bin. It takes the corn off the bottom, puts it on the top, so that you can continually move corn to the bottom of the bin where the air hot air is blowing on it. So you don't overcook the bottom. Yep. And you dry the whole bin. But they are um, they're very finicky. Yeah. It's just the engineering I don't know why somebody can't make a better one. But they can't. Nobody can do it. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't get it. Every single one of them fails all the time. And, you know, you got to start them at a certain time. Like you start filling the bin, you got to start them at a certain time so they don't get stuck. But then you keep filling the bin and it's no matter what, one of them is just going to sh- Every sheer morning. Off. When I was running the sturator bin, this is why I revived the dryer. I started using the sturator bin because I hated the dryer so much. Yeah. And then I spent 10 years hating the, the sturator so yeah. much that I switched back to the dryer. Now you revived the dryer. Um, 
the stirator every morning when I would get here, it'd be broken. And it's such a pain in the ass to fix. I mean, it's hard, like physically hard. Yeah. Because you're hauling um, ladders up to the top of the bin, dropping them in, getting down in there, getting the ladder set up, which everything you do is difficult. Yeah. And you're getting up on top. Especially like walking around in grain and trying to set a ladder up in grain. Yeah. It's just, uh, Dirk says the newer Nico ones are much better. I don't, I've not heard that. I, I don't know about if that's true. I've never even heard of them. I have. Neko, Neko wafers, the little candies. They got into the stirator business. Yeah. Have you ever had those? I, they're not what you're calling them, though. Yeah, they are. Nello wafers? No. There's Neko wafers. They're little round discs of candy that like are different colors. Communion? Like the original uh, sweet tart almost. No. They're old, older. They come in like a wax paper package. Look hmm. them up. Uh, Danny says, everybody's smoking deer and wrecking their cars, Jerry. (laughs) I didn't know that. I met a guy tonight at Casey's that shot a doe because it's opening day for bow season. But I'm pretty sure he means people coming to work are hitting deer. Hopefully that's not the case. Stay safe, Dan. (laughs) Dirk said, would still rather have someone put hot pins under my fingernails. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I got friends that got like 10 stirator bins that they're always running around baby, and I, I can't do it. Uh, a stirator from David, in theory, is designed so that essentially every kernel is touched and moved by one of the screws in each cycle. Yeah. Yep. We already said that. Yeah, from the bottom to the top, <laughs> top to the bottom. Um, it's just there's several different mechanisms at play. There's a motor on the outside that's moving it around the track mm-hmm. there's a cable and a trolley on the inside that as it does that it is that it's moving and yes. then it's got motors turning the actual stirators and all of these things and have to be in like perfect it's going alignment. around and left and right as grain is falling on top of it yeah and it's unbelievably hot and humid in the top of the bin there's like water dripping right from because it. of the air blowing so all it's that just hot. a it's a bad situation it's not a good place for mechanisms mm-hmm. to work yeah you've said that word a lot mechanisms that's great yeah you've said it quite a few times about it but yeah and then do you like not fill the bin up all the way because it's there yeah you can't you can't fill it up over it unless you just don't want to use it anymore yeah if you got a really dry corn you can bury it but i, I don't you never bury it no so you lose a couple thousand bushels of storage for yeah that sucks too yeah I'm going to take it out. Just, just, I'm going to take it out, Jerry. Yeah, take it out, Chris. Fuck it. Yeah. Show it who's boss. Yeah. Because now the dryer works perfectly. Flawlessly. Uh, David said, Nico wafers, Neko wafers are a Cracker Barrel store staple. I don't remember them in Cracker Barrel, but I remember seeing them. I remember seeing them at the market, Mazan Market, as a child. As a young child um cracker barrel is my probably second least favorite restaurant in the history of mankind okay so so bad it's not that bad a no it's not b i don't like paying 20 dollars for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich why why are you getting a peanut butter and jelly sandwich bullshit like that no i i really do not understand the hate for cracker barrel i really don't i think their breakfast is great their syrup is amazing because okay. it's like real syrup. Let me explain to you how the much, food. Wh- why you ever I had a meatloaf there? Oh man, meatloaf's good. I have, and it's not. It uh, is good. Okay. Problems I, mean, I, have I haven't cra- eaten there in a long time, but problems I have with Cracker Barrel. One, 
I hate the little store thing. I hate that you got to walk through the store thing. I like it. I hate it. I hate the like down home folksy religious thing going on there. Like I don't need that shoved into my face. What's the religious thing? Oh, it's like super religious. It, All of it the is? stuff in that store is no, like No, it isn't. Yes it is. What what is? The Not slinkies? Not that I have anything against any religion. It's just a very the slinkies and the the joke toys and I'm I'm sure at one point they had big dog shirts in there. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it does. It ha- there is. I don't remember that. I just remember looking at all the like. It has and a, those little puzzle games. It like, has a distinct get, evangelical bent to it. You got to get. Got to get the two triangles off each other, or you know, like those little metal the peg puzzles. Game? Well, the peg game obviously is. A I'm staple. a fan of the peg game. That's um, fine, but they never have all the pegs in them. Nobody no, walks around and maintains the peg. Games. They really don't. They really they need to. But they also have the little area by the fireplace you could play big checkers. It's wonderful. Nobody does that. Yeah, kids do it all okay, the time. First of all, so every time I go there, somebody's playing checkers. I'm going. I'm. I'm let me finish my list. Uh, okay. The uh, I hate the store. I hate the folksy down home religious angle to it. Uh, three, the food is terrible. Four, it's way overpriced. It's not terrible. I don't remember the pricing. I, I would probably agree with that. Uh, the pricing aspect of it. But, man, I like their breakfast a lot. Second least favorite restaurant of all time. It's definitely not mine. Can I ask what the number one is? Yeah. A restaurant that I have vowed I will never step foot into again. Really? Never in my life. Okay. Can you give me a hint? Because I kind of want to guess it. Yes. I want to guess You this. should guess. Okay. Um, um, ask your questions. You get, you get some questions. You get five questions. Five questions. Is it, uh, lo- is it local around here? Like, would it be something that I would go to? Um, it's not immediately local to this area. It's not in Grundy County, if that's what you mean. Oh, okay. That doesn't help me at all. Um, is it like a fast food place or a sit-down restaurant? Sit-down. Sit-down restaurant. Perkins. No, I love Perkins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does Shenanigans. that count as one of your questions? Huh? Oh, how many do I get? Five. Oh, I got five questions? That's it? Yeah. Uh, I gave I give you five questions and three guesses. So you've used one guess. Yeah, I did two, use one and two questions. questions. Uh, okay, uh, is it in the same realm as like a a family restaurant? These are terrible questions. No, they're not. Um, is it a family restaurant? Sure. You know, like a di- like a diner type atmosphere. Um, no, it is not like a diner because that's what I mean. Like by a Perkins, you know, like that style of restaurant. It's not like that. No, oh, okay, it's not like that. It's not like a Perkins, Denny's type. Dinery, yeah. Place, no. Okay. I love Denny's and Perkins. Um, Perkins has great pie. I used to study at Perkins when I was in college. I didn't do much studying, but if I did <laughs> to do some studying, it was at Perkins. We'll get see, to the comments. Look okay, we're way behind well, was, the comments. We're going to go I through know, all. No, no, I just wanted to see if anybody was giving me any ideas of what I could ask for my last question. Um, no, you get two more questions. You I get don't. two more. I don't know. Um, so it's not in Granny County. It's not a diner, and it's not. What was the other? Well, I had asked you if it was fast food. It's not fast food. It's not it's a diner. Not fast food. It's and it's not in Granny County. So you get two more questions. Okay. It says we're not live for some reason. Um, let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Maybe. I'm assuming it's a chain restaurant, right? Is that a question? Yes. Is yes, it a chain, it's a chain restaurant? restaurant. 
It is a chain restaurant. Uh, it's not in Grundy County, though. Um, and it's sit-down. That was one of the questions. Yeah, you said it's sit-down, and it's a chain restaurant. Is There's it, so many to choose from now, and you only have I, one. I know. You got two more guesses, though. Oh, the internet. What is going on? Is it Applebee's? Yes, it's Applebee's. <laughs> yes. I was going to say Chili's, but then I was like, no, because Chili's is in Morris, so... It's got to be something similar to that. Applebee's and is my least favorite restaurant in the world. I refuse to go there. I I don't disagree with that at all. Um, if I was thinking about it, I think the worst meal I've had at a sit-down restaurant that is a chain was Applebee's it's and o- Joliet. It's always terrible. Um, B, the main reason I hate Applebee's is because their advertisements, the food looks amazing. Oh, so good. And you go there, so good. and it is the worst hot garbage that exists in humanity. So Chili's has turned into that for me as well. Um, and I, I, I honestly... Chili's is awful as well. I would almost rank them the same at this point. For a while, I thought Chili's was great. Like So Joel said Chili's, but he didn't. probably doesn't know that there's one in Granite County, maybe... Yeah, he, he should know, seeing as how he knows it's in Morris. He right, just doesn't okay. know his counties. Dummy. Uh, CJ says, I bet Harf is a Waffle House fan. I mean... I like Waffle House. I don't have a problem with Waffle House. I like Waffle House. The last time I went to Waffle House was probably I think 15 it's, years ago, I and think it was it's fine. overrated a bit. Yeah. I think it's a bit overrated. But So David and I have this novelty over Waffle House because of an Anthony Bourdain episode uh, of... Right. And what was it? No reservations or uh, I don't remember which one it was. He'll tell me. But it was a great it's a great episode of him at a Waffle House. You could absolutely tell Anthony Bourdain was not impressed by any of the food whatsoever. Right. And he was just like going along with what the chef was talking about. But it's a great, great episode. And I would love to go back there just to try their food, because like I said, I haven't been there in a long time. But I think it's better than I than what people remember. Uh, Dirk says, the only thing to eat at Applebee's is the garlic mashed potatoes. Oh, David said, parts unknown Charleston. Yeah, with Sean Sean Brock. Brock. Yeah. Okay, let's go back here because we got a bunch of stuff. Um, Adam said Bob Evans. I I, like Bob Evans. I kind of like Bob Evans. Down on the farm? Yeah. I'm a a Bob Evans They're rolls. Now, I haven't been to one in probably 25 years. So, my dad just went to one recently, and he brought me the rolls back from him because I was obsessed with those when I had went. And still amazing. He brought home a box of them and just gave them to me, and I was eating them. Amazing. Hmm. Absolutely love them. Uh, so anyway, going way back, uh, a sturator in reality is a long-term scan to sell long screws. Sensors quit all the time, and screws break constantly. That's true. Um, Adam says, off topic, you guys need to see Megadeth if you haven't. Like the band? Yeah, he just went last night. I'm not I'm not into that kind of music, but Jerry I is. I definitely am, and I already had the conversation with him that I would like to go. Have you been seeing, like, getting nonstop? Oh, yeah, because we share the same TikTok. We do. Nonstop TikTok <laughs> We're two grown men that share a TikTok. Yeah. Of uh, Ramstein? Yes, absolutely, nonstop. And he's so old. He like, the lead singer is so like old. Like, he's dead. He does. I mean, he looks like he has problems walking around. But everybody's just talking about how amazing it is. And the f- Well, the show is, it's like one of the most expensive shows to put on. Well, it's crazy. He's got a flamethrower backpack. Yeah, and the whole stage is rigged up There's with There's so many explosions, and- but he looks like he's going to die. He's got paint on his face, too, though. It's, you know, like gray paint. It They're looks weird. so terrible. 
They are. But uh, everybody is freaking out like they're crying. They're like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life. Well, the big deal about it is that they haven't been in the U.S. for uh, this a tour. This was in Mexico. A lot of them were in Mexico that I was watching. Oh, well, they did come to the U.S. for a tour, and they hadn't been here for like 20 years or something. So oh, it was a big deal. Oh, dude said Chris is correct about Cracker Barrel. See? Oh, I, a lot of people hate it. And I and, and David, that's my point. Like, I didn't. I don't get where the hate comes from because I don't think it's that bad. Applebee's is absolutely worse than that. I think Chili's at this point is worse than that. But I will say I haven't been to a Cracker Barrel in a long time. David said Cracker Barrel has one redeeming item, the bacon breakfast sandwich on sourdough with mayo and tomato. Ah, sounds sounds good. good. That sounds good. But he said the shirts are a knockoff of Big Dog. It's actually Big God. (laughs) Is that true? Is that true? No, I told you it was I, the evangelical place. If that's true, I've just been blind to it, I guess, because I've really never noticed it, ever. Uh, CJ said, I've heard some of the Cracker Barrels serve beer. I doubt that. <laughs> and, and Andy says, if they served alcohol, it'd make up for their shitty food. I just, I don't know if I've really been there much for, like, dinner or lunch, but their breakfasts are always spot on. So, okay, we talked about this before the show started. David critiquing my diet here. Yes. Well, as if it's my diet, <laughs> right? right? In the last 48 hours, which is the start of your harvest. Yeah, I have had Hershey bars, Jack's Pizza hot dogs, and other toddler food. He has no credibility on the topic. I mean, all of that is true <laughs> about what I've eaten, yeah. but that is not like all I eat in my life. That's just what I have gotten brought to me in the field, so that's what I yeah. ate. You know, you really need to start packing your lunch in the morning. I don't, Why don't want to. Why? I'd rather just not eat. Yeah, but then you end up eating something terrible. Well, I mean, point being, <laughs> people can eat a hot dog. Yeah, I don't know where. And, have, the pro- and still have credibility in their life and not be a toddler. Right. And Jack's Pizza. Like, people eat that stuff. David's probably wolfing down a Jack's Pizza right He's now. probably eating a Jack's Pizza <laughs> with ranch right now. <laughs> And some other funeral dinner mush out of a crock pot. All right, where are we behind? I have I have eaten at multiple Waffle Houses while working in Texas. They all suck unless you're drunk. I mean, I, I don't like their waffles that much, but the rest of it is just basic breakfast diner food. That's all it is, yeah. I mean, it's not like it's spectacular, but it's certainly not bad. I don't think. Dirk says... Uh, I agree with just not, not eating, eating lunch. lunch. Yeah, I don't eat. Normally, when I fast, I, which I'm going to start doing, um, I don't eat breakfast at all. So I won't eat after eight o'clock or ingest any sort of calories after eight o'clock, and then I won't eat until you know the next day, like afternoon. So you get a like at least sixteen hours in. Um, but I feel like I need to switch that because I fucking love breakfast. I just love breakfast food. I want to eat it. Do you know? I don't care about lunch. Let's do. I I like lunch. Well, maybe you'll just be able to get this because we have had breakfast before. But when I go to breakfast, I only order one thing. I know it's silly. What is it at McDonald's? No, no, no. no. Oh, no, no. Like at any restaurant? Oh, a um, diner. I don't know. Then you only order one thing. Yeah, I know. We have went to breakfast before, but I five guesses. (laughs) Okay, Uh, is it an omelet? Uh, No. Okay. Wait, you got five questions and three guesses. That's one of your guesses. Okay. I'm trying to think. Uh, it's something simple, I'm sure. Because you're a rather simple fellow. 
I'm a simple <laughs> kind of man. Is it uh, a skillet? No, I hate skillets. You hate skillets. Okay. I That's a question. Like skillets. Yeah, that's a question. I don't like skillets because they're filled with grease. A lot of them I are. I can't handle it. They're too... They're just too much. I don't like me. greasy foods too much. I like some skillet. The only skillet I ever get is the hash and egg skillet at the Morris Pancake House. Really great. Because um, I love corned beef hash. And <laughs> This is hilarious. <laughs> Dirk said, I don't eat all day and then consume 3,600 calories from 7 p.m. to 1 a.m. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> follow me, me for more great lifestyle choices. To me, that's like the ideal. Because I don't even get hungry until nighttime. Like, I could not eat all day. Now, I'll get hungry. If I don't eat all day, I'll get hungry like 5 o'clock. Yeah. But, and I love, like, I'm only ever, I'm ravenously hungry at like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. But that's, if you go to sleep right after that, that's not good. No, I know. But that's when I'm hungry. It's like my body is hungry then. Well, I know. But that's why you. not hungry for breakfast or lunch. But that's the problem. That's why you need to take in something earlier to try to stop that later. Yeah. I mean, coffee works real. Yeah. Coffee works really So anyway, you got more um, guesses. You, you used your skillet and something Okay. Else. Well, I only had one question and one guess okay. so far. Uh, next question. Is it the standard style fare of like bacon and eggs type no. stuff? No. Um, I don't think you would consider it standard fare. My guess is then biscuits and gravy. No. Oh, man, I love that. Love biscuits and gravy. So it's like a syrupy something? Something syrupy? Is that a question? Yeah. No. It's not syrupy either. No. You don't consider it standard fare? No. What in the hell could that be then? Um, You've got I really don't know. two more guesses. Yeah, I really don't know. Maybe ask about ba- ingredients. Okay. Okay. What are the ingredients? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't. You got to ask if it has certain ingredients. Um, does it have eggs? Yes. You got one more question. Two more guesses. Does it have potatoes? No. And this is at like a sit down restaurant Mm -hmm. and it has eggs. It wasn't an omelet. No, it's not a skillet. Correct. So it's just like bacon and eggs. No, it's not standard fare. I said that. Yeah, you did. Um, a quiche. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i, I have no that, idea that's what i get mini quiches yeah little mini quiches uh no it's not a quiche that's my last guess all right i get eggs benedict damn it every i every didn't time. know that yeah you do oh and it didn't even dawn it's the on only me. thing i order for breakfast and any kind I'll that's crab true. cakes benedict yeah. of spinach my favorite is like spinach and you know yeah stuff like the that. uh florentine florentine yeah yeah it's Eggs Benedict is probably the greatest. Yeah, see, Dirk got it. Breakfast. It's really good. So the reason I bring all that up is because we've embarked on a little bit of a uh, oh yeah uh, that's challenge, a, that's right? A, that's a snarf announcement, or is it? Well, snarf announcements. It's October first today. It is. So anybody can join in. Yes, anybody is allowed to join in with us. We are doing what we are completely ripping off well, of from the, the Joe Rogan. Give the background story. The background story of what? It's, there's not much story there. Well, David. So, yes, Seed Mr. Seedentop uh, had texted me once and then texted us as a group and said that we should do what's called Sober October, where you try to lose weight 
and you are completely clean from any sort of substance through the entire month. I was immediately against this. Wait, I didn't know any substance. Just like no heroin? Y- yeah, you can't do heroin either. Mm, Nikes. I know, I get to give up fentanyl. That's the rough one. I guess I now that I know that. Yeah, it's just October 1st. Okay. You're okay. You know, just don't, you know, heat up a spoon tonight. Okay. And you'll be all right. Uh, but yeah, we ripped it off of Joe Rogan, obviously. Yeah, it's a Joe Rogan thing that he did with his comedian buddies, Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura, Ari Shafir. They all did it uh, as a competition, but they did it more as a workout-based competition where they were like measuring how much workouts they did. Right. Um, we're not doing that because I'm not going to work out at all. Uh, but I will try. I will lose weight, and I will not drink any alcohol. Which is why we're not which drinking tonight. Which is why we're not drinking tonight. I got water. I had I had to have a, um, you know, one of these things get me jacked, ready to rock. Yeah, yeah. So we're not doing any of that, and uh, it's the first day. If anybody else wants to join, you're more than welcome to join in with us and let us know how it goes. I guess, but we're going to be talking about it every day because Chris said it, we, he has to know every meal that we eat every day of October. Well, I, that was a joke because <laughs> no. all we've been talking about the last two days is like every time anybody eats anything, yeah. we're texting each other. <laughs> right. and I'm like, I just want to make sure that we're all going to, and David's like, I'm on board. So that's what we're doing Oh yeah, for at least another day until everybody gets sick of it. Right. Until I forget on Monday. But um, I'm excited. I mean, I, Oh, that's what I was going to get at. I don't uh, think I'll do a lot of working out, but I generally no. just lose weight during harvest anyway. Sure. Because I don't eat as much and I'm constantly moving and climbing and yeah, I mean, fixing I, things that are broken. Yeah. So there's a lot of climbing bins and stuff like that. Which is not necessarily easy to do no. all the time. No. Um, I, I was very against this right off the bat. You were horribly against Oh, it. I was like, this is dumb. This is stupid. I want no part Actually, of it. It's really odd that the immediate, like, I know. overnight, because we left it one night and you were just repeatedly like this yeah. idiotic thing. I'm not doing it. And the next morning, you're like telling us how, what the plan is. I, I, what what my plan was. What, what my happened plan to make that happen? Literally, I don't know. I went to sleep and then woke up with a completely different attitude about it because that night I was just like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, Wait, I want to drink that beer. night. No, I wasn't at the time, which okay. I, I should have been. But uh, I, I was like, I don't want to, like, I want to have beer. I want to, you know, do whatever I want. But then I started thinking about, like, this is, that's super selfish of me. And it's literally one month. So the next morning when I woke up and I was driving to work, I was thinking about it. And I was like, no, like, why don't I do that? I've been bitching about it, like, my weight, like, being overweight and clothes not fitting. And I've been complaining about it for a long time. And I had just started like fasting again and watching my diet because I lost like 13 or 14 pounds within, a, you know, six weeks. And then I stopped doing it again just because I got lazy. So I th- started thinking about it. And I was like, no, why don't I do this? Like, this is stupid. I should absolutely do this. I would have multiple people doing it with me, you know, so it's a lot easier like for, uh, you know, um, what's the word I'm trying to say? Like, uh camaraderie no um like where you could where you check in with other people like to keep you honest yeah well, there's a word for that why can't i think of it um whatever doesn't matter but i'd have people to like talk to about what's going on and i also like like competitions and challenges where i don't i don't want to lose so 
can't drink because that C- would immediately make me lose. CJ said sober October during harvest sounds like a horrible idea. I disagree. It actually is easy because accountability partner. That's accountability. right, Joel. That's exactly what I was trying to think yeah. of. Um, I think it'd be easy because it's not like I'm going out and like on the town during October. Right. I'm, I'm working all the time. So it's super easy for me. That's what I was thinking. It's almost unfair for you guys because you can literally just sit in a combine all day. Yeah. And not go anywhere. I was thinking about this, and uh, and David said spoons spoons stay cold until November first. What spoons stay cold until November first? The heroin spoons. Got it. Now I get it because of your heroin. Um. All right. So I was thinking about this, and and we'll see how it goes this month. But then I was thinking about what we could do in November, and I was trying to think of a clever uh, wordplay like sober October, but for November. Well, there is one. What? You want me to say it? Sure. No nut November. Okay. I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing. People um, do it. But I was thinking about it, and I'm like, if we can continue after that, but with like a limit. On a, a limit on what we can and cannot drink? Yes. Okay. That's what I was thinking about. Like no shitty, no <laughs> no like light beer. No light beer November? No. Or no beer at all. Like you can only have two drinks a day but they're like they have to be like a cocktail but what would be the purpose of that i don't know i just it's something to keep you accountable something fun yeah something interesting accountable to drink something different every day (laughs) (laughs) well yeah it could be it could be like fun coming up with like different cocktails that you yeah i'm not good at that no but then i and then i'd have to buy a bunch of different types of liquor (laughs) in order to do that um i got a lot a lot of different types of liquor that's because you're an alcoholic it's because I inherited uh, a full bar worth of like 1970s liquor from my great uncle. <laughs> really? Yeah, like every kind of schnapps that you could imagine. Man, in love those a good bottles schnapps. that are like probably 40 years old. That was a big thing. People loved schnapps back in the day. Oh, Alan Schaefer coming out. Albone. Chris, this is one of the worst ideas I've ever heard. <laughs> it wasn't our idea, actually. It was I, David's. Wait, which one? I. He's right about it. I I the oh, November, the November thing, thing isn't okay. an idea. I'm yeah. just trying to come up with an idea. I'm just spitballing and brainstorming, <laughs> yeah. man. If you mean the sober October thing, that yeah. was not my idea. No, that was all David forcing us to do it. No, uh, I was all about it. I think I I'm, you you were I, you were on board right away. I was not. Um, I told him multiple times, but no, I am now. We're gonna do it. Today has been the first day. I've already had we all multiple this morning. I've had multiple people invite me to go to. Uh, Cornfest. You can like go watch. to Cornfest. You don't wow. have to drink. That's hard. I don't want to put myself in the situation of it though. Oh. Around everyone else drinking, I don't like that. I don't. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have fun with that. Really? Not on the first day. No. Well, anyway, we because all would- I would be too easy for me to say like. Ah, oh, Alan says the cocktails only idea. I don't know. My whole thought on that was just like, okay, if you're gonna do a thing where you're like limited to two drinks a day, yeah. Well, light like Miller Light isn't satisfying, but you no. can have two good like Manhattans. Oh yeah, that'd be delightful. And you get a little buzz on. It's delightful. It's classy. Yeah, it is very classy. That's what I'm. That's what I'm about. Who are you going to show your class to, though? I don't know. Manhattans, old fashions. I love an old fashions. Maybe a Paloma. Palomas are good. They Seed and Top brought those to uh, uh, Fourth of July. Remember? Uh, what's the one drink uh, 
I do remember. Uh-huh. It had that spice on it that everybody kept saying the name over and over and over again. Tahin. Tahin. I'd never heard of this in my life, and then all of a sudden, everybody's saying it. It's like the slides thing. <laughs> Stretch is my spring stretcher. I've done this before, but yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. The slides. Nobody in the world ever said the word slide in mm-hmm. reference to a sandal. Correct. And then all of a sudden, everybody was saying it. And whenever I brought it up that nobody had ever said this before, everybody's like, yeah, I've been saying that for years. And I'm like, nope. Nope. Nobody ever said it before. Yeah, I really hadn't heard it before either. Honestly, Amy started saying it to Grady to like to get his slides. And I remember saying, what is that? Because you've never heard it before, but and everybody's acting like it's a thing that everybody's been saying for decades. No. It just started happening. Drives me crazy. Uh, David said you could offer to drive them home. Yeah, you could. You could be the the DD at yeah. Cornfest. Yeah. That would be smart. That would be very smart. I'm just not going to go tonight because we're podcasting. Oh, we kept so. saying it because Marley was pronouncing it and mispronouncing it, and we were poking fun. That's true. I do remember that. But it, it isn't just that interaction, David. After that, we I ran across Tahine like... yeah. A it's bunch a, of other times. I tell you what, on a flank steak, uh, you could buy a flank steak and put some tahini on it before you cook it. It's great. What's the other drink I was thinking of? Oh, Cayaprina. Love them. What the heck is that? I've never even heard of that. That's um, a made-up drink. No, it's Brazilian. What are you, Brazilian now? What are you, some sort of Brazilian drink expert now? I mean, it's a great drink, Cayaprina. It's Where, Brazil's national cocktail made with cachaca, sugar, and lime. Kachaka. It's kind of like a mojito with kachaka. Isn't that the word you're not supposed to say in Ace Ventura 2? Oh, I don't know. Shakaka. Don't um, you remember that? Come on. Oh, Alan says, tahini is great. Surprisingly good on watermelon. I've heard that. Yeah, it is good on watermelon. Tahini's a really interesting uh, like flavor enhancer. But right after that, me and Marley went somewhere, and I was drinking Palomas. And they had tahini on them, and I can't remember where we were at now. Oh, we were in Texas. Wasn't she? Of course, it would be in Texas. Yeah, for sure. We in Texas. Wasn't she saying tajin? Tajin? I don't remember. Oh, it was ridiculous. I know that. Everybody knows the J's and H. The only thing I remember about that whole night was <laughs> those uh, whoever brought the euros. I think it was easy. I'm like, uh, and David. David was cooking them, but Easy brought it. Yeah. Whatever. They were phenomenal. Oh, really? I never even had one. Oh, speaking of that, Snarf recommends. Yes. Um, I went. Oh, boy, I'm not going to remember the name of the place, though. How are you not going to remember? Um, How can you recommend a place and not know what it's called? Where, when were you traveling? Okay. I went to Naperville recently. Yes. It's not like the, there's a jet. Is that my dryer exploding? <laughs> Open that. I thought it was your, like the heat coming out. Um, okay. We went to Naperville and we went to this Greek order at a counter, like Greek. It's called a Greek street food restaurant. Okay. And oh, it was amazing. I'm trying to remember the name of it. You can talk. I'll find, I'll find it. Okay. David said she was pronouncing it Tihan. Tihan is how she was saying it. But he also said it's sold. Uh, tahine is sold as a fruit seasoning in Aldi. Oh, okay, it's called Apollos Greek Street Food. Did you tell me about this? I, I don't think, think so. I don't think you did. It's It was amazing. The food was amazing. Okay. Everybody that works there is Greek. 
Like that's barely good. speaks English. I wouldn't want like a Polish man making me Greek food. Apollos Greek street food, and it is in. I don't know if the ad- address is Naperville. Was it a truck? Like a it's food in Lyle. Truck? It's in Lyle. No, it's a, it's in a strip mall. Oh, highly recommend it if you're in Lyle. If you got to go to a so what'd you get? Um, I can't remember what it was called, but it was basically like a pita on the bottom, like a pita sandwich. Yeah, kind of like a euro sandwich instead of a euro. Okay, so like a quesadilla and like fried in like a um, not fried, like pressed in like a panini press. Oh yeah, it was awesome. Hmm. And the fries were amazing. What's all? What's all with Greek food? Like, what is it? Olives. <laughs> yeah, there's olives. I mean, Greek food is like my. I grew up going to Greek town um, in Chicago, so a lot of Greek food. Um, a lot of like lamb. Yeah, is big Greek food like braised lamb shanks. A lot of pita bread. Um, octopus. Oh really? Yeah, a lot of seafood. It's Mediterranean, right? Sure. Um, a lot of like grape leaves wrapped. Oh stuff. yeah, that little like meatball or like meat all, thing. All different grape kinds leaf. of things wrapped in grape leaves. Um, but Greek street food obviously is like, you know, um, your um, euros, yeah, stuff like that. Donors, mm. donor kebabs, a donair. Lamb shanks are good. CJ said, "I love lamb. Uh, a lot of people don't. You it's know, fa- I've noticed a lot of people are parents' age. Like my dad, a lot of people my dad's age that I've talked to." hate it don't eat it i think that it's my favorite uh meat i don't know why like my favorite meat in general is duck but i consider that poultry duck is my my favorite favorite. was lamb red meat yeah i guess my favorite red meat is lamb even more than beef i think it's not mine it's not better than beef i don't think but i've had lamb that has been better than beef you know what i mean like at that time but overall, my ranking would still be beef first, and then then lamb. I a lamb leg man is so good. Oh yeah, it's just so. In Greek, good. you get them braised in like a red sauce. It's kind of yeah. like an asso buco kind of thing, right? Just with a smaller hunk of meat instead of oxtail. Amazing. Can't use a sheep tail. David said lamb got a bad reputation after World War II because soldiers were sold mutton. Yeah, mutton wasn't the greatest dish. Dirk says, oh, "I'm treading on some thin ice." <laughs> <laughs> you don't like lamb? Uh, he's a he's a big time cattle farmer. Yeah, I know. I do love uh, I love I love beef too. Listen, Chris's lamb's... opinion of lamb and beef isn't going to affect your <laughs> your bottom line. Well, yeah, your bottom line with your uh, cattle, anyways. So you can just let. I it mean, go. let's talk about beef then. What's the best steak? What's the best steak? I mean, a ribeye. Yeah, absolutely. And it it's, pisses is me off that people don't believe, like a lot of people don't think that. I don't know why you wouldn't. The The whole, the industry, like the uh, fancy restaurant industry pushed the filet for a long time because it was soft. I mean, I like a filet. Filets are, are good, you know, but when you come, when it comes to like flavor and just, I don't know, like richness of meat. Because you get all the fat with it, like the intramuscular fat with a ribeye that you don't get in a fillet, it just destroys a fillet when it comes to flavor to me. Let's not even and, talk about fillets though. A lot of people's favorite is a um like T bone. No, uh what's the other most popular? 
Strip steak. Strip steak, yeah. New York strip. New York strip. A lot of people will go and they'll order a New York strip. And I'm just like, why are you Whoever that? orders that. That's terrible. People do that? Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Honestly, like I, I was going to say, I'd say like a ribeye is the best for me. But then I love like skirt steaks, flank steaks. David said skirt steaks. Skirt yeah. steaks are great. Um, I love them so much. Yeah. But, you know, that's different because you're, you're seasoning them. Yes, differently or you even like brining them or not brining but uh alan said the situation them. depends i uh, situation dependent i don't agree what's the situation dependent what, upon? what situation would make you not want to eat a ribeye or, or make you eat a strip rather than a ribeye yeah i don't feel like that's a thing unless they had like a like I had these little fillet medallions one time that I ordered from a restaurant, and it, they were great. They had different toppings on them, mm-hmm. like blue cheese and like different things. And mm-hmm. I I did order that over a, a ribeye because I wanted something different, and they were really really good. It's not enough food, but it it was. I mean, it was like six ounces, seven ounces That's at the time. Not enough. Well, it was for me, Chris. I'm a smaller man. Carne asada is one of my favorite. Yes, I mean I get that a lot. I. Finally, at, at Mexican restaurants now, like local places, I started ordering that instead of like, yeah, you know, a, a bur- enchiladas or burrito or right. Oh yeah, carne asada blows that stuff away. At uh, the place in Coal City, El Patron. Yeah, um, Snarf recommends El Patron. Coal not City. the one in Morris though. No, we're not. We're going to talk about that. Okay, they have a uh, uh, um, a skirt steak type deal, or no? It's actually I think it's a ribeye, but it's real thin cut. Every Mexican restaurant cuts its stuff so thin. So thin. Um, but they got like a ribeye, but then it comes with bacon-wrapped shrimp. Yum. Two skewers, the whole thing. It's phenomenal. But I ordered the same thing. They opened a new restaurant in Morris. Yeah. Well, and that, that place used to be a Mexican restaurant. Snarf does not recommend. Really? Uh, and that, I don't like it, to talk bad about any place because I want everybody to be successful. Yeah. But I did not have a good experience there. I'll give it another shot. I think I do you, love El Patron and Cole City. Yeah, I think you need to give it another shot. You got to go at least twice to really get the feel of how it's going to be. And really, I would say space it out over you know over a month or two. I wouldn't go right back right away. No, I'd give it a couple months and then go back and try it again. See if it. We ordered the kids. Uh, the kids each ordered chicken strips and French fries, which I get it. You're at a Mexican restaurant. Don't order that. But they did, and they got a plate of French fries with one chicken strip in the middle. But like a chicken nugget size chicken, like really smaller than a McDonald's chicken nugget in the center of the plate. And <laughs> Cash is like, what? Uh, what is this? So we told the guy, we're like, this is not it, right? And he's like, oh, I don't know. He didn't really say anything. And he ran, they came, brought back more. It, it was a bad experience. But I'll give him another shot. They just opened. Hmm. Uh, David said, carne skirt. I'm missing stuff. Uh, six ounces and as an appetizer, I agree. I don't know how you're eating six ounces. And I don't know how many it Dirk was. Dirk said my it was 10 like year old small, daughter eats a 12. It was like life. small little fillets that were on the plate. I don't remember how many they were. Dirk, if you're, I hope you're not going to a restaurant and ordering your kid a 12 ounce ribeye. That's just showing off because you're wealthy. My kid's not getting that. Yeah, right. <laughs> so literally just to this afternoon or like this evening for dinner, it was just me and Grant and uh he we went to dinner and he's like he's like I want a steak. He's he's like I want a small like a small steak. And I was like they don't have any small steaks here, man. And I'm not getting you 
like a 12 ounce hunk $40. Of meat. Yeah, hunk of meat that you're going to eat about three ounces off of and want french fries with it. It's just not going to happen. So we got a bacon cheeseburger instead. Nice. Solid play. David said New York strip is the big side of the T-bone. It's beefier with more texture. Disagree. Ribeye is more tender but has less flavor. Disagree. See, I, I do disagree with that. I don't feel like uh, it has less flavor. A ribeye does not have less flavor to me. I would. I can see the strip being, I guess you could qualify it as more beefy. Yeah, because there's less fat in it, really. It's chewier, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Anyway, enough about beef. I guess. You sure? Depends on the occasion. Usually make her get a sirloin. That's fine. Yeah, sirloin. That's what. So Grant was talking because anytime we've went to Turtles, they have a kid's Turtles. sirloin. Yeah. And he always gets the kid's sirloin there, and he loves it. We were at a different restaurant tonight. Snarf recommends Sherwood Oaks. I'm a, I'm, yeah. Sherwood Oaks. I just, I ate breakfast there this week. Listen, I hadn't been there from the remodel and you know, you've been preaching about it, saying how great it was after the remodel and everything. And I hadn't been there since then. So prior to the remodel, I was not really a fan of their food. I thought it was boring. Um, I've been there a couple times now and love it. Yeah. They missed the opportunity to call it Sherwood Forest and have like Robin Hood, Robin themes. Hood stuff, yeah. But that's fine. Yeah, and steal your money. <laughs> I just thought that would be cool. <laughs> no, it was great. That was really great. Grant loved his burger. Um, I just, yeah, I'm a big fan of that now. Yeah, big fan of that place. Anyway, so yeah, if you want to do uh, sober, October. sober October with us, <laughs> that's what that's what we're doing now. Yeah, all you got to do. Um, I guess record your weight. I guess we'll let you do it tomorrow morning. Yeah. Record and your weight and post it publicly on our Facebook page. Does the winner get anything? Oh, what were we going to do? Oh, that's what we're going to do. We're all going to go to a Mexican restaurant and get silly on margaritas. Yeah, afterwards. At, uh, on November, November 1st. Well, and November 3rd, we're going to see Kevin Smith. So we're going to have a great time. Nice. We can eat whatever There's we want. There's nothing better than a good margarita buzz. You ever? You realize oh, I yeah. You get like giddy. You get, yeah, You're silly. You know, <laughs> you get silly. Yes, I would agree with that. I'm not necessarily giddy, but it's like a happy, a happy. I'm thing. always happy when I'm. I feel drunk, like it's usually. the same thing with wine, except for the next day when you drink wine, you feel like death. See, I am not a fan of getting drunk on wine at really? all. I think I've done it twice in my life, and why are even, we not doing top ten alcoholic drinks? Since we're doing sober October, that's what we that's should what have we done. Should do. We, we sat do here it. for fifteen minutes trying to think of a top ten to do. We couldn't think of one. We did. If you we guys are listening. Guys please give us a list so we can do these in future episodes because we cannot think of any more top. I tens. mean, we've done. Yeah, we've done a lot of top tens, and we've thought of all of our favorite things and done the top tens. If you guys write some stuff down uh, in the comments, we'll write them down and and see what we can do because we need some fresh ideas here. I'm not an idea machine, okay? I can't just keep pumping all these things out for you, Chris. We can do like a ranker list of top 10 alcoholic drinks. Okay. Something something interesting. Yeah, me. something. Well, can I go through the news first? The best cocktails ever mixed? That's that's it. We're going to talk about that. The best cocktails ever mixed. Yeah. Okay. I like it. But we, you can do your news, and then we'll do that. Yeah, it's just a couple things. It's nothing big. We'll, we'll get into it real quick. Uh, so I already talked about Sober October. Okay, so, f- stop. David's, 
Again, he's bagging on me here. What? The guy who hates Cracker Barrel gimmicks wants to go to a Robin Hood-themed family-style dinner. <laughs> yeah, I do. I never said I had a problem with themed dinners. I like no. to go to the Paul Bunyan place in yeah, Wisconsin Delta. absolutely. I have a great time there. Mm-hmm. KFC, that's a gimmick. Cracker Barrel is... A Kentucky Colonel. <laughs> is that a gimmick? I do Seems love like, KFC. I know. <laughs> Seems like a gimmick. The Kentucky Colonel thing, you know? And then, like, the Colonel Fries chicken. I don't think that that's a gimmick. I, don't, I mean, I he's talking more like a theme. I know. And Cracker Barrel's got, like, an old-timey theme. I don't know. Cracker Barrel just sucks. <laughs> it doesn't suck. I don't agree with you. Um, but continue. Uh, where was I at here? Oh, big news that I, that I think you'll care about. I don't know if anybody else does. I do, too, um, because we enjoyed the very first season of this show. But uh, Mighty Ducks Game Changers Season 2 is streaming on Disney as of today. I was very surprised how good the first season of that show I was. I know. I just saw that it was streaming today, and it like made my heart happy. It, I, I literally saw it, and I was like, oh. It's good family entertainment. I love that show. It was really good last year. I agree. At first, I thought it was going to be a little shaky, but, man, it turned out really fun. I'll, so I'll for sure watch it. I'm going to start tonight as soon as we're done recording this. I'm well, I can't do that because I'm so far behind on other stuff. But Yeah, well, I don't care. I'm going to. Okay. I'm going to watch the entire season and tell you about it. I'm buying you a big God shirt ASAP. Is that a, <laughs> No, answer me right now. Is that a real thing or are you making that up? Right. Because I, I, I did like, not see that. I, I feel like he's making that up, but it's if that is a real thing. Then will you get on the bandwagon of hating Cracker Barrel? I won't necessarily get on. No, I still won't get on the bandwagon of hating it because I still enjoy their breakfast. They took the wonderfulness of Big Dog. Yeah, I get it. And ruined I it with evangelical but Christianity. But what, what do you care about that for? Because you don't even have to walk through there. Because I can, want to walk around in my life and laugh at Big Dog shirts. I want to laugh <laughs> still at Big Johnson shirts. You don't want to walk through the shop. So what do you care? They force you to walk through the no, shop. No, they here. don't. They force you to walk through that shop. No, they don't. You have to. You walk you can walk through just the checkout. That's like just by the, the checkout to the where the it's the host the is. Shop. That's through the shop. All of the shop is to your right. You don't have to go you don't have to turn right and walk through all of the stuff. You, you, and then come back and go get your table. You literally walk straight to the hostess and go get your table. Through the store. Only through a small section of it. It's literally just a hallway or like a pathway. It's not through the store. It, it is. It it's is next the to the store. It's through the store. Go ahead. Um. Oh, what? But I just have never seen the that aspect of the like stuff, the God aspect of it. That's amazing to me because that's never what it all it. is most of it. I don't think so. I've only looked at the toys. Okay. Like, what are you looking at? You don't look at the toys. You know, it's just like Bibles and stuff. <laughs> it's definitely not. Yeah, they got a just whole all section of Bibles. Well, they might. I just have never noticed it because yeah. I'm looking at the toys. And like the planes you can put together, those styrofoam planes come in a bag. Yeah, they do have those. They got those. They got whoopee cushions. The prodigy, the prodig, prodigy all son returns. Y'all like Southern. Oh, like instead gotcha. of prodigal son, it's like prodig, prodigy all. I wonder if that's real. Son, I don't think it is. I definitely don't think it is. Okay. Um. So yeah, uh, that's still about the whole uh, Mighty Ducks thing. 
that's happening. No. And then uh, my last little announcement was is a huge one, and that's Deadpool three. Oh yeah, Deadpool three. They just put the teaser out. Yes, there's like two t- teasers that they can put we out. spoil it for people. Yeah, we're going to yeah. do that. All right, it's very. If short. you haven't seen it by now, I mean, that come, it's been all over yeah. news and stuff, big time. Um, go ahead, you can say it. No, it's just that they they did the teaser. It's Ryan Reynolds basically sitting there and talking about Deadpool 3's first Marvel movie. Yeah, and he just shouts in the background like, "Hey, Hugh, you want to be in it?" To Hugh Jackman. And he's just like eating a bowl of cereal or something. He was eating. He put something in his mouth and started like, walking sure. up the stairs. And he was like, yeah. But before that, he was saying, he's like, I want to make it the best movie that I can because it's the first Marvel or the first Deadpool movie that is in the Marvel universe. He's like, and I was just thinking up, trying to think up of everything I can. He's like in completely blank. He's like nothing up here. Dead inside. It's like, can't think of anything. He's like, so? And that's when Hugh started walking in the back. He's like, so? Hugh, you want to be in the movie? And he's so like, how yeah, much sure. do they pay Hugh Jackman to come back as Wolverine? I don't he know. he said multiple times but see, that, that would never happen again. And actually, I'm not sure if it's a great idea because they should be rebooting that franchise. To be honest, they probably will after this. Um, and I bet you they were talking, Ryan Reynolds and him were talking about this a long time ago because of the end of Deadpool 2. Yeah, and they're they're buddies, right? They're yeah. always doing stuff together. They're always doing commercials and stuff commercials together. where they're fighting each other back and forth over aviation gin and different stuff. Yeah, because he's got coffee, right? You Jackman's he's got, got something. It's coffee, I think. He sells coffee, and then yeah, Ryan Reynolds is like a gin billionaire, right? Big time. But is at the end of Deadpool two when he literally like walks, he kills his old Deadpool, the old Wade guy. And then comes in, says, hi, just me. How you doing? And then, you know, leaves. I think they've been talking about it since then. Yeah, probably. Keeping it a secret. I don't know. I, I'm interested to see how they're going to go with it, but I'm excited. So then they released another teaser, and they literally tell you, I don't know if you've seen this one. No. But it's it's Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds sitting on a couch together in the same uh, room, which, by the way, the house that they're sitting in and the stairway that they're sitting in is in Logan. Oh, it's in the movie Logan. And it's the one where he comes back to the farmhouse and like the clone of himself is coming down the stairs and they have to fight each other. Like that's the set of stairs in the house that he's in crazy. Um, but they sit there and they start saying like, uh, he was like, it's like, yes, we get it. You know, how do you bring Logan back? Cause he died at the end of Logan spoilers. That's way Um, in the future. Well, they're talking about it, and he's like, he's like, so we've came up with an idea on how to get it back, and all of a sudden they start playing a song. I can't remember what song it is, but uh, they start playing a song over them talking, and it's just them talking and like doing hand gestures and him like stabbing Ryan Reynolds in the head, and like they're reenacting like this big scene on how they bring him back, and then the song stops, and they're like, so that's how we're gonna do it, you know? It's gonna be really great. It was like a minute and a half, and then it ends. You're like, what the hell? They just start throwing things out to get people people's attention, but it's not coming out until they put a date on it as September 24th or September of 2024. Yeah, it's a long time for me. That's a long time. Uh, David's like pulling all kinds of big God, God sayings out. Is he? I wonder if these, I, I can't, they can't, they must be real. They must be <laughs> looking them up. 
Choose the bread of life or you'll be toast. Big God. Need an ark? Know a guy. I know a guy. <laughs> I get it. Noah's Ark, Chris. Yeah. You get that? Yeah. That's cool. All right. What else you got for news? That's it. That's the only little things I have. Sweet. Had. Let's talk about the best cocktails of all time. The best cocktails ever made. Do we got time to do this? Oh, yeah. We're at an hour. What? Yeah. One hour. Okay. Where do you want me to start? Because it, it's... It's this, not... Uh, just start There's a hundred of them. Oh, start at 99. Start at... Oh, that's too many to do. Um... I'm going to start at 50 quickly. You ever seen this up water? Yeah, it's Casey's. Made by Casey's. Casey's uh, smart water ripoff. Yeah, it's got electrolytes in it. That's bullshit. You realize that, right? The whole electrolyte thing. I'm not buying it for that. I just wanted a water. And I like to support Casey's. (laughs) Number 50, it's a slippery nipple. Uh, What are the ingredients of that? I've heard of it before. I don't know. Peach schnapps and some. Oh, they don't have it listed? No. Oh, that's a stupid list. Why would you not tell us how how it's made? We got to go faster because we're starting at 50. So 49, Medora. Let's just start at 20. Yeah. 25. (laughs) Do 25. Okay, 25. Top 25. But we missed so many good drinks. Well, sorry. Didn't make the list. They would make my list. Apparently, there's better. Because, like, number. 36 is dark and stormy. Those are delicious. I have no idea what that is. It's a ginger beer and how do you make it dark and stormy? Is that like a black and tan? No. Black and blue? It's that certain kind of black spiced rum that you have to use. And I hate ginger beer so much. Uh, Maybe if it was mixed, I'd like it. But rum itself is just not something It's basically a Moscow mule, but with black rum instead of vodka oh that's sounds terrible gosling's black seal rum you have to use it it's great it's a great great drink um anyway that's 36 fuzzy navel hurricane i haven't had a lot of these drinks okay caipirinha is number 27 let's start at 25 yes the bellini like a peach bellini don't know that's dumb 24 lemon drop Lemon drop. What are they doing? That's like a shot, isn't it? 23. Yeah, it's a shot. 23, sex on the beach. I've never had one. Neither have I. I think it's just something people say. Yeah. That they want to say. 22, a Tom Collins. Nice Tom Collins. Is that a guy, like a real person, do you think? I think so. Was he a singer? Um, Gin, lemon juice, sugar, and club soda. That'd be good. Gin, lemon juice... What in club soda? Sugar. Sugar? Oh. Uh, 21, Irish coffee. Oh, yeah. 20. They got a Manhattan at 20. That's that's silly. Tomfoolery. Manhattan's one of my favorite drinks. It is one of the greatest drinks ever made. Um, but it's a lot so of people, simple. A lot of people don't like whiskey, though. It's just basically whiskey with a couple cherries. Yeah. And, and some, some uh, not bitters, but there's something else in there. Yeah. There's the sugar. A dash of... Uh, you don't even, it's, you, uh, isn't there a, like vermouth. a sh- vermouth, isn't is there vermouth? a sugar cube that's in that, or is that an old fashioned? I don't think there's a sugar cube. I think you wash the glass out. <clears throat> there might be some bitters in there too. Anyway, Whatever. number 19, Bloody Mary. Disagree. I hate them. I hate Bloody Marys. You hate Bloody Marys? Yeah. You don't like tomatoes. I'm not a, I'm not a Bloody Mary guy. 
I I'm not a huge fan. I will drink them on special occasions. You know, basically, the, I I don't know. This is kind of a problematic because this is making me want to drink, and we're <laughs> starting sober October. Yeah, I know. If oh, but going to a bar on at Cornfest and me being around wouldn't be a problem. You're no, silly. I never want to go to a bar in my life. Like I hate going to bars. I didn't ask if you liked it. I'm saying like that wouldn't provoke you to drink. No, because I wouldn't yes, be there. Would. Yes, you would. Uh, number eighteen. This should be way higher. White Russian. It's one of the best drinks of all time. They're all right. It no. wasn't anything that I've liked to drink a lot. Number 17, Martini. You know, you could get me in the mood for a martini, but I've had some that were really terrible. I don't like martinis at all. David's a martini guy. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. I, I, and that's where I've had him is with David. Because um, I like olives a lot. So you <laughs> throw a little olive juice in, in there, and I love it. Dirk says, this is an awful start to Sober October. <laughs> <laughs> We're not drinking, though. Uh, Manhattan has sweet vermouth. A dry martini has dry vermouth. A dirty martini has olive juice. And Old Fashioned has a sugar cube. Ah, that's what it is. I knew one of them whiskey drinks. But the Manhattan, you just uh, basically wash the glass out in vermouth. You kind of put a little shot in there and swish it around. and Oh, you do? It. Yeah. Didn't know that. That's how you're supposed well, to. Well, you're a regular, like mixologist i know how to make a manhattan yeah i couldn't remember the ingredients (laughs) i don't know the ingredients but i could make a mean manhattan man (laughs) i have never had a martini i've liked so really no uh 16 cranberry vodka that's lame yeah number 15 sangria sangria is pretty good i've had some good sangrias yeah oh yeah i've had some real bad sangrias yep so how do you know I mean, I like the good, good ones. White sangria, those are good. They're just saying, like, those people that made the ones that you think are bad, I mean, that's just their fault. Right. The drink itself is good. Yeah, I mean, I like... When made properly, which is, would be for anything. I like a sangria. It's wine, basically, with yeah, it's fruit little, juice. And yeah. it's like Sprite, right? I think so. Um, I like it better than just wine. Uh, not me. I do. Um, I mean, I'll drink wine. Just not my favorite. Sangria. Um, number 14, Tequila Sunrise. That's not a good drink either. I've never had a Sunrise. Oh, I've had them. I've had them. I think it's got orange juice in it. So is it like a screwdriver? I hate orange juice. Yeah, but with like... How do you... You hate regular orange juice? Like I don't like orange juice. Oh my gosh, Chris. Who are you? Are you a communist? I didn't know people liked orange juice. I love orange juice so much. What's the like? With pulp. What's the like? The flavor, everything about it. It makes me feel like I've given myself a vitamin C shot and I can <laughs> I, I can beat all you know illnesses because it keeps you from getting sick, just like eating an apple. Okay. That's why. Uh you know most orange juice like is super old. Like yeah, five years old. I don't it. think it's no, that old. It's old, dude. Orange juice lasts forever. Not unless you put a they something have in huge it. Huge vats of orange juice in Florida. Right, but they have to put like some sort of stabilizer in it for it to not. Go Same bad. thing with maple syrup. It lasts like forever. They have huge, huge, huge vats of it in Canada. It's like um, so they got like ten year old maple syrup up there. That's kind of like honey, though, right? Yeah, honey lasts literally forever. It's sugar, it's straight sugar. Right, 
Maple so I can see that with maple syrup, but orange juice does not on its own. They like Tropicana is making it last forever with a with an additive. Um, I don't know. I've heard that there's some like ten year old orange juice out there. I'm I'm sure there is. I'm saying they're adding something to it Dave, to preserve it. David said Rob McElhenney. Yeah, oh, love them. Again. Has a thirty two. By the way, news. They just announced November season three of Mythic Quest on Apple. Really? Great show. Yeah, it's a great show. show. It's phenomenal. Uh, Has a 32-ounce Manhattan every evening and tells people only this one drink a night. I hope that's true. I don't think it is. I don't think it's true all the time because that dude is jacked. Jacked and, like, productive. Very productive. Too productive to be drinking 32-ounce Manhattans every night. Yeah. That's a lot of Manhattan. What's a normal Manhattan? Probably eight out, no, ounces. I don't, I don't even think it's that much. I think uh, it's normally, like six. Normally it's probably like, yeah, you're right. It's not much. No, it's it's like in a little tumbler glass like this big. A couple shots, yeah. Right, which would be two ounces. And then what else? Like a couple big shots. So Like four ounces? Right. You're getting like maybe five or six ounces of actual liquid. Where was I? What was I doing? Oh, okay. Number 13, a Mai Tai. Never had one. I've never had one either. I hear people talk about I don't this like stuff. these tropical drinks being so high on the list. Here's a good one. Number 10, 12. This should be way higher. Good old-fashioned gin and tonic. Yeah, I can, I can drink a gin and tonic. You can't be a refreshing. But I've never been a huge gin fan, and it, and it all stems off of being tricked. But gin and tonics are so refreshing, like on a summer day. Are they? Oh yeah, because tonic, it's got lime. Yeah. It's got, yeah, it's very bright. Yes, I can see that. But anyway, what were you tricking? I about? just well, it was on my bachelor party actually, and everybody took a shot of water, but they gave me a shot of gin. Shots of gin aren't great, and they and I didn't know it was going to be gin. Like I like tequila, so that's what I assumed it was going to be. Um, but it was gin, and it immediately made me throw up. Gin like tequila. Um. Bad gin is not good. Good gin is good. It's like certain things don't really make that big of a difference, but certain things do. Like Jose Cuervo is terrible. Yeah. But like Coralejos or Casadores or um, Don Julio is yeah. very drinkable. Yes. Same thing with Pat- gin. Patron's good. Patron's okay. It's like middle of the road. You know P- Patron was owned by Paul Mitchell? No, the really? The hair guy? Yeah, the hair guy. Yeah. And all the girls that went to the Paul Mitchell School of Cosmetology, he would bring them out to Las Vegas to a convention where they would pimp Patron. <laughs> you say this so, like, flat. Like <laughs> It's true, because I, I know it to be a fact. <laughs> That's really strange. Like, the the girls that would be in the school? Yeah. He forced them to go, like, try to sell well, Patron? It's a huge school. I mean, yeah, Marley went to Paul Mitchell School. Did she have to go pimp Patron? I think so. I think <laughs> In so. Las Vegas? Yeah. Wow. How come I didn't get a bottle? Uh, David says whiskey and cola needs to be very high on the list. Well, let's see. Next one, after gin. Number 11, rum and coke. Number 11 is a rum and coke? I mean, that's fine. I'm not a rum guy, though. That's why. I'm not a rum guy. I did have this one rum once from uh, Old Sugar Distillery in Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. And they made a rum called Queen Jenny, mm-hmm. and it tasted like whiskey, which is why I liked it. 
Well, that's interesting. It was rum, but it tasted like whiskey. So the difference is rum is made from sugar cane, right? Yes. Or something like that. Something like that, yeah. It's funny that they're making rum to taste like whiskey. They're like, listen, we don't want this to taste like it's supposed to, so we're going to trick you and make it taste like something else. I agree. It's deceiving. It's weird. Uh, Number 10 is, you know what? Actually, now I'm thinking about Queen Jenny was their whiskey. Cain and Abel was their whiskey. But it tasted like whiskey. There's the gimmick. Number 10 is a terrible drink, a screwdriver. I don't think that's terrible. But they are classic. I mean, people drink screwdrivers. That's a thing. Absolutely. Number nine, whiskey sour. That's good. Yeah. I don't know how to make it, but. You just put something sour in it. Sweet and sour? Yeah. Sauce? Yeah. Like from McDonald's? Anywhere. I would drink that. (laughs) I have drinks. (laughs) McDonald's sweet and sour. It's the greatest sauce in the world. I don't know the greatest sauce in the world. They have some sauces, man. They got that. They the greatest got the sauce. Listen, the greatest sauce in the world is a hollandaise sauce. So, okay, that's good. Number eight, Moscow Mule. Those are good. They are good. That's a relative. That's like, another refreshing drink. Newbie, like I, it is. I wasn't aware of them until later in life. So a couple days ago. No, I mean. I don't remember Moscow Mules being a thing like when I was they, in college. No, they weren't. They were not. It's been since then. It's been in the last five years. Maybe longer than five years. Probably like so? ten years. Yeah. Even ten. Marley whatever. makes a Moscow Mule like a really good one. I think she's made me one before. She, it's like her... Uh, it's her shtick. Uh, it's a party trick she has. David said, I prefer spiced rum with root beer over cola. That sounds That sounds delightful. really good, actually. Yeah. Root beer it goes really well with vanilla vodka, too. It does? It's like a root beer float. It's amazing. Hmm. Um, Dirk says, number one is crown and water, and by water I mean ice. I'm going to tell you what right now. I'm not a crown fan. <sighs> you keep saying things that just hurt me. I don't like crown. I like crown. No, I'm a bourbon I like, guy. I like bourbon. See, I like Canadian whiskeys. I like bourbon. I like Jameson. I like rye whiskeys as well. I like Love a good whiskey. rye. That's good, too. Uh, but... Yeah, I'm not a huge Canadian whiskey fan. I like I'll I'll man, Seagram Seven, give me that all day. Canadian Club. Oh my oh, god, that's that. garbage. It's <laughs> the only thing worse than Canadian Club is Canadian Mist. Yes, <laughs> they all come in the plastic, big plastic uh, bottles. Number seven is give me two pina coladas. I'm not a fan. Oh, uh, how can you not be a fan of a pina colada? I don't like it. They're delicious, but it's like a milkshake, basically. Yeah, and uh, it's not bringing any boys to my yard. I can tell you that much. <laughs> number six is an old-fashioned. Is number six. It didn't even crack the top five. I like an old-fashioned, not as much as a Manhattan. Old-fashions, I will admit, can be a little overdone. Yeah, they can be overdone, but the drink itself, if it's done right, I like a lot. I don't like all the fancy variations on old-fashions. That's what you get in, like, hipstery places. Well... Just make an old-fashioned. I do enjoy them uh, when they're done right. We had some really good old-fashions recently at Bash in Ottawa. Or I did. I don't know if you had one. I did. I had two. And they were very good, weren't they? Yeah, they were. I forgot you know that who we makes a good, there. If you're a local, Snarf we need recommends to do that again. A, a great, we can't drink. <laughs> That's right. If you want a good bar, and I know I don't like bars, but there's one I can tolerate in Morris. So this is a Snarf Recommends. Okay. Uh, I like the I like the place Montage. 
They make really? a good uh, Manhattan, good old fashioned. I thought that was just like a wine bar. No, they make uh, whiskey drinks too. Oh, that's a that's a fancy place. Yeah, I mean it's not that fancy. It's expensive too. Is it? I'm always well, drunk probably when I'm not there. for you. I'm always drunk when I'm there. I don't know. <laughs> um, it is a nice place though. Root beer and rum chata? Nah, not no, for me. I don't like rum so. chata. I don't like uh, cinnamon toast crunch. David says, we went to Door County for Labor Day, and I had a couple of dynamite old fashions. Seems like everybody up there has a recipe for them. That's the thing. Everybody's got a recipe for them. Just make one. Yeah, make the, the correct make one. the drink. The one that it started at all. Orange make peel, some muddled sugar. Yep. Um, what else is in there? A cherry? Yeah, David will tell us. Yeah. Number five, a daiquiri. Ugh. I don't even can't even tell you the last time I've had a daiquiri. No, that's a dumb one. Why does anybody drink a daiquiri? And it's a top, that's the fifth one over an old fashioned. Number four Get is rid of another that. terrible one. It's Long Island iced tea. I tell you what, I used to drink Long Islands. Isn't it just quite an a excuse to dump every liquor it into is a glass? Every single liquor. The first time I ever had one, though, I watched them make it, and I was like, I'm going to spit this out. Like it cannot be good. It does taste. It good, It is though. so good. I don't understand how they do it. And either. who figured that out? Because they really do dump like nine different liquors into a glass. It's and they're like, here Coke, you go. Right? In a little splash. Yeah. Like literally a topper. It's crazy. I remember drinking Long Island iced teas at uh, Hula Hands in Champagne for, <laughs> uh, what is the place? Uh, homecoming one year. We went after I was out of college. And I pro- and they were like in the big like glasses. Big oh, yeah, glasses. the big ones. Maybe they're they pint glasses. Tall, I don't know, but I'm telling you what, I'd probably drink like 15 of them. Oh, you're you were dead. You were <laughs> you died after that. I mean, I was fine, but I used to drink them a lot. I haven't had one of them in a really long time, and I won't for at least 30 more days. Bitters, yeah, there's bitters in an old fashioned. Uh, number three, a mimosa. Mimosa. I like a good mimosa. Mimosas can be fine. And I know that doesn't make sense since I don't like orange juice. It doesn't make sense at all. And I think you're lying about the orange juice thing just to be, you know, just for a hot take. I think the champagne cuts it quite a bit. It does. That's the acidity. Do you just not like the acidity of it? I don't know. Same with tomatoes. Tomatoes are acidic too, it's and you don't like that. It's been a long time since I've drank orange juice. When I here's my problem. Maybe I do like it, Terry. When I get orange juice, for some reason, I have to chug it. All. You know how much sugar is in orange juice? It's obscene. I don't care. You should. Why do you always act like that? You can eat absolute terrible garbage food, and you're always worried about how much sugar is in something when you consume just as much sugar as anybody else. No, I don't. I really watch sugar because I'm afraid of the beaties. <laughs> the beaties. You could get it other ways than just sugar. But that's the main way you get it is by consuming a lot of sugar. No, so the I main don't, way I don't... you get it is from your insulin resistance. Because you're eating a lot of sugar and it's spiking your blood sugar. It's all carbohydrates. It doesn't just mean sugar. I understand that. You don't. No, I do. Because I follow the blood sugar king on TikTok, Jerry. (laughs) So do I. I know exactly (laughs) about it. Yeah, then you would know carbohydrates play into this as well. Yeah, I watch my carbs too. Really? Yes, for the most part. I ate half a Jack's pizza the other day and a hot dog. That's not my normal diet. <laughs> and a hot dog. Oh, and a Hershey's bar? All right, David. Come on. All right. Come on, Walter. What's his name? 
Brimley. <laughs> Dirk, Dirk says, not so bad. Your pancreas quits working. You know what? <laughs> it's not so bad. Who needs a pancreas anyways? No, Dirk has got the beatus, so he... Uh, oh. It's probably... I probably offended him. Sorry. You got to watch that tongue. Yeah. Number two, margarita. I mean, that's a... I don't see that as a number two, but it is a great drink. It is. I mean... It is a phenomenal... It's definitely top five. I don't like all of them. No. There's Nobody a, likes there's all There's a hierarchy of, of how good they are. Like, I like a... Have you gone to a place, a classy establishment, and had a real margar- uh, margarita, like a made one? I don't know. Because they're a million times better I don't than know the garbage I have you get from, like, Lemex. Right. Comes out of machine. And Lemex's margaritas are, are actually good. pretty good. <laughs> Those are pretty good. <laughs> and so is Al Patron's. Like, just the regular margarita. like the yellow, It's like the classic yellow Gatorade to me. But if somebody makes a real margarita at, like, a... A high end, like if you go to like Rick Bayless's restaurant, so what you know is, Rick Bayless. Yeah, I do. Yeah. If you go to like his place in Chicago and get a real margarita. Yeah, it's good. Really, that's Skip Bayless's brother. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, I had some good margaritas once. There's a really uh, nice Mexican what? restaurant <laughs> at Epcot. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, it La could Hacienda be. de San Angel. It's not the cheesy one, like. La Mexi one that's inside the pyramid. There's yeah. one like out on the water. It's pretty good. So what? What do you? What is in a margarita mix? Because all I've seen it labeled as is like margarita mix. David, what is it? You know, like, well, it's sweet and sour. So I'm guessing there's there's limes, limes. involved. Well, a margarita you'd make with fresh limes. But is it like a simple syrup base? There's simple syrup for sure. And then you add the lime juice and other juices. It's got to be just all based on how to make a fresh margarita citrus juice, right? Um, one ounce orange liqueur, Controy, Grand Marnier, or triple sec. Freshly squeezed lime juice. Yeah, yeah, I figured I nailed that one. Um, tequila, uh, right? That's it. That's it. Orange liqueur. Fresh squeezed lime juice and tequila. That's how you make a margarita. That seems... So Grand Marnier, fresh squeezed lime, and tequila. You're also welcome to add agave, kosher salt, additional lime wedges. I love the salt involved See, it's a simple recipe. Listen, I'm obsessed with salt in my everyday life anyway, so if you can have that with a drink, I'm in. Yeah. Just suck it on that rock salt. I hate... (laughs) Salted rims of margaritas. You got to remind me because I want to name this episode Sucking on Rock Salt. (laughs) I always uh, get my margaritas no salt. I don't like it. Everything about you tonight is just ridiculous. I hate it. I don't like salt on a margarita. It's all the opposite. It it ruins the flavor. No, it doesn't. It balances it. You get the sweet and the salt and like the tangy. What what do you feel about the sugar rim glasses? No, not a sugar guy. Me neither. <laughs> I know, I've heard. Uh, number one is mojito. I've never had a mojito. Oh, yeah. So when I was in college, I bought a mojito making kit. <laughs> of course <laughs> you did. That's in the my number house. one drink. Listen, let me finish the story. So we go mojito. out on making these mojitos all night long, have a little party. All night long. All night. All night. <laughs> um. Whatever. Drank too many of them. 
Of course. At a great time. Yeah. Wake up in the morning, and the whole floor is just a sticky, disgusting mess because you got to, like, muddle limes <laughs> and sugar. Yeah. And there's, like, you got to make simple syrup. Like, it's a whole process. Yeah. And I bought this kit that had the glasses, had, like, the little bat thing. So you were just spilling simple syrup all over the floor. Pretty much, yeah. But even if you just spilled the drink. That's the first itself. time I had mojitos. And that the first time I had a Manhattan was also in college, same house. Uh, my roommates and I decided it would be fun to make Manhattans. So we bought all the ingredients, made Manhattans, put yeah. on our suits, and watched The Godfather. And smoked cigars. <laughs> you put on suits? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, triple sec, lime juice, tequila, sweeteners. The mix is just full of sugar. <laughs> You're getting... Listen, killed with sugar with a margarita. You want to class it up? Don't use triple sec. Use Grand Marnier. Grand Marnier, huh? Yeah. Agave syrup would just add sweetness like simple syrup. I agree. I don't, uh, you don't need it. You don't want that stuff in a real, that's what I'm saying, these real homemade ones. Right. They're not sweet. They're sour and tequila. They're delicious. Uh, so back to the mojito. Isn't mojito, doesn't it have like mint in it? Mint. You got to put a mint leaf on you top. Gotta, no, no, no. You muddle it. Oh, you muddle the mint. The sugar and mint. A lot of muddling with these drinks. Sugar and mint in the bottom, muddled. Listen, I don't want to drink muddling in my business. Okay. Why? I want to I want to muddle in their business. That's what you do. You're muddling in there. Oh, okay. So you muddle that together and then I think there's rum and a mojito. I have no idea. That doesn't sound right. Doesn't sound right, does it? No. Pretty sure it's not rum. This is the problem. See, is I don't, it gin? I, it's definitely not gin. It's definitely got to be rum because it's, no. a, it's a Caribbean drink. It is like Caribbean, but I don't, I don't know what's in a Caribbean drink. Rum, mint, lime, sugar, club soda. That's it. Maybe they're good. But I don't know a lot of people that are drinking mojitos around here. I would drink it. Listen, maybe we should have mojitos. On, no, we should do the margaritas. Definitely margaritas first, but I'm, I'm down for a mojito night uh, at some point. This is what we're going to do for the November with the cocktail thing. We're going to pick cocktails and make to them have. and drink them and not drink 12 beers. I agree. We're gonna this drink is a great a, idea. We're gonna drink some mojitos. We're gonna drink some. Um, we're gonna sit here and we're gonna muddle the shit out of these old drinks in front of you. A pina colada, maybe a Long Island iced tea, maybe a whiskey sour. Yeah, remember when was when amaretto stone sours were, were popular? Huge when I was in college. That has orange juice in it, right? Uh, yes, amaretto orange yes, juice, and orange juice, and then some sort of sour. sour. I'm telling you what. Yeah, I remember my grandparents talking about that. My grandma always saying, I like a nice Amaretto Stone Sour. They're not good. Amaretto is not good. No. I don't enjoy it. For some reason, I had a bottle of Amaretto in my house for a long time. You know what is not on this list that I would put on the list? An Irish Car Bomb. Love them. Irish Car Bombs are good. probably one of my favorite things. Yeah. They are pretty good. Yeah. And I'm not normally like a Guinness fan. That's what I'm missing in my life these days is like Irish pubs. Yeah. With Irish music. I love Irish folk music. Oh yeah. And Irish car bombs, the whole nine yard. Just being Irish. Just that experience. Like when, uh, if you ever get a chance to go to the East coast of Canada, 
like Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, yeah. you definitely should do it. Really? And there's lots of like Irishy pubs and uh, Irish bands and every pub playing. And it's amazing. Why were you up there? I uh, went there the for East Coast. vacation one time when I was, you know, a, a wee lad. Yeah. Potatoes. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that. I do know why I thought of it is because, you know, the Irish, and the, uh, they like potatoes. Uh, we flew my dad's plane when I was in high school. You flew, Yeah, you did that all the time. Like whenever you went on a trip. No, no, that was one big trip we took in the plane. There was a, we went to we went twice to Canada. Oh, really? Yeah, we flew Where? up to uh, Ontario, to Ottawa. Yeah, and then it was Busker Fest. That was awesome. Really? And then we went to just a bunch of people on the streets busking. Yeah, it was amazing. And then we went to um, Quebec City. Quebec. Saw the fort. That's how you say it in French. And then we went to Prince Edward Island. There's potatoes there. Oh, really? Yeah. And then we went to... Why? Nova Scotia. Why is there potatoes there? Yeah. I don't know, man. They like... they. I think we went to a potato museum there. Are you just like pandering me? No, I what? swear to God, <laughs> dude. We went to a potato museum. Are you serious? Um, mojito is white rum. Oh, like... um. What's the white rum that's Bacardi? Listen, I don't know why everything has to be about color with you guys. Um, I think we need to stop that. See, if you just pour the whiskey on the ice, there's nothing you to mess mess up. That's true. Have a nice grasshopper. I've had grasshoppers. Don't care for them. Mint julep oh, is mint a julep. mojito with bourbon. Amaretto has one use lunchbox. Man, we just talked about just, with yeah. David lunchboxes because I completely forgot that was a thing. I completely forgot about them. That was like a huge deal. It was a huge deal. But the problem for me was that I'm I've never been good at like chugging things. And with a lunchbox, everybody just chugs the whole thing down. That's got orange juice in it too. It does. Terrible. You love it. Um, I don't. You actually like orange juice? No, I don't. You just. Well, I never liked lunchboxes, and I'm also not a big fan of chugging things. But (laughs) Irish car bombs are the one thing I can can do. Freaking hate orange juice, but every single mixed drink that I drink has orange juice in it. Do you think lunch boxes are a thing other places? Probably not. Is that like a made up thing around here? No, I know. I know, like in Ireland, they do a lot of like shots dropped into beer, but like a mixing a drink like that, I don't think so. Uh, developed in the late 1990s at Edna's in Oklahoma City, the lunchbox has become the city's most beloved drink. Old Edna getting down. She got bored one day. Right, and she's like, you know what? A true lunchbox <laughs> is just a shot of Almoretto Al- dropped into beer. That's it? Oh, may, maybe not. Hold on. No, I'm wrong. Eat, okay, a true a true uh, lunchbox, Amaretto, orange juice, and Coors beer. Coors beer, which is different. Coors beer is a little sweeter than... Coors light. No, it, it has to be Coors light. Yeah, Coors light, too, is, is sweeter, sweeter than uh, other light beers, so that could definitely change it. But yeah. it's just Amaretto dropped into Coors light. So there's no orange juice involved at all. David says, Look, let's see. Let's see what he's going to criticize me about now. Lunch boxes are still a thing. You are 38 years old. A correctly made lunchbox has roughly 0.2 ounces of orange juice. 
Well, what not is, according to... What does me to... being 38 years old have to do with anything <laughs> <Yeah>. in that <laughs> statement? I have no idea. <laughs> it's like, yeah, there's still a thing. You're five foot eleven, and you don't even know. <laughs> All right. So... Are you trying to tell me that you are in with the young crowd oh, so you know oh yeah, he is. that it's still a thing, David? It's because he gets with... 36 years old. He gets with the college the college people at these shows, at pig shows, and finds out, you know, the oh. cultural zeitgeist of the college. <laughs> That's where the like most current pop culture oh, is yeah. happening, is yep. at pig shows. I think so. I think that's where it's all going down. All them jackpot series shows that he goes to jackpot that's where he's finding this stuff out at all right we're gonna move on we got to move on to see what we've been watching i guess unless do. you don't want to do sure. you have you even watched anything not much but i did watch uh um i started watching the new season of lego masters i knew you were gonna say that you know what i you did why yeah because i saw that it was coming out and i was that i don't like it you don't like lego Masters? not really i find it boring you're crazy it's great it's, I just find it kind of boring. And you can say this about the show that I just started watching today to catch up on that just came out, the 43rd season of Survivor. Oh, God. <laughs> Hold on. David said chugging 12-ounce drinks in a local bar is a thing for younger people and not for people our age. It's not a thing for us. It's a thing for people who are 22. I don't know how you would even know that. But that's why, yeah, that's what we're asking. How do you even know that that's still a thing for those people, that a lunchbox is still a thing that they would drink? Do they even know about that? I don't even think I've been to a bar that a 22-year-old is at in 20 years. Yeah. (laughs) Or 10 years. So I I don't think David has either. Well, I saw some last night when I was at Corn Fest last night. Um, You saw a lunchbox? No, young kids, like very young people that I was like, man. You're too young. Yeah. It's like, that's weird. You, they looked way too young. Get but they're drinking. Out! Yeah. <laughs> I literally felt like an old man, even though we're not old by any means. It's just weird to see how young you see, are at 21 This is why and I would rather go to Montage. Yeah, I see that. And not go to Ebby's. Also, well, I didn't go to Ebby's by any means, but I'm not going there. <laughs> um, you've also became this, like, rickety old man that wants fancy establishments i do like i like to be pampered yeah. <laughs> you do like to be pampered don't you yeah. you like sit there and they like take care of your toes and feet get a pedicure never had one but i i would think i enjoy it i've never had one i either. want to do the thing where you put your feet in the water and the fish eat all your skin <laughs> yes. yeah that you, looks amazing you to me. had that happen at uh coal city area club that's true yeah the fish were eating your skin. Um, I'm very ticklish. So I don't know if I could have anybody touch my feet without me involuntarily punching them <laughs> right would, square the head. Even a fish? No, like people. Like when you get a pedicure, there's a person still there going to like scrub your foot. I think it's contact, like context. I don't think that you would be ticklish in the scenario when somebody's doing something to your feet. You don't think so? No, I don't think so. I hope not, because I'm. I've got one scheduled. Should we tomorrow. get pedicures? <laughs> I think we should. Snarf dog road trip All pedicures. Right. I'm into that. Before we do the pedicures, though, I want to. I still want to do the float tank. Oh, we did talk about that, like the dep- uh, sensory deprivation. Yeah, yeah, where it's like salt water and you just like float in it for an hour. I want to go there. Where are those at? They're everywhere. They are. Yeah, 
You got one in the market? No. I thought about it, though. I really did. Really? Yes. I looked into the franchise. I mean, I think it's cool. That's why I wanted to go, because I'm like, I got to check this out, see if this is something that I want to open. Yeah. I've watched videos of people doing it, and when they come out, it's like, they're it's weird seeing them, because they're just like, wow. Naked? Like, very naked and very relaxed. It's very soft, if you know what I mean. And they're peeing in there, probably. Oh, everybody pees in there. Because you're so you're so relaxed. I think they change the water every time. You have to. No, they don't change the water. They filter it. It just. But can you filter pee out of water? Of course you can. It's ammonia. Can you? Yes, you can. Without filtering out all the salt. Oh, I don't know about that. They must have to re-add salt. Seems like they go through a lot of salt. Listen, you can't pee into a Mister Coffee and expect taster's choice. Okay, it's one of my favorite quotes from Dana Carvey. Yeah, when he talks about Water World, you know, because they pee in like a filter system and drink it as water. Yeah, so you can. It's been proven on by Kevin Costner in Water World. Yeah, he had gills. Taster's choice is garbage. Yeah, but in the nineties, it was a thing. Yeah. All right, continue. Lego Masters is that what we're talking about? You were, yeah. Oh, it's great. I love it. Good family entertainment. You should watch it. I think the same thing about Survivor. And I oh, also... Oh, yeah, Survivor. No, Survivor's garbage. That is not family entertainment. That is Why? not a kid-friendly show. How is it not? Dude, that is not a kid-friendly they, show. They don't curse at all. No kid watch, would be interested in Survivor. Yes, they are. Grady watches it with me. I don't They're know. doing competitions and stuff all the time. It's fun to watch. Okay. Um, kids are very into the show because actually this season... 43 is, is like, all kids no lord of the flies style no they were just asking all of them like when they got into survivor and every one of them was like when i was like 10 i was like 10 been watching it with my family everybody says that okay it's a family show next one that just came out that you also probably don't like but i really enjoy and i'm obsessed with and i know it's garbage television but i love it hell's kitchen Oh, I love Hell's Kitchen. Oh, new season just came but out. But I haven't, I didn't record it and I haven't been watching it. On Thursday, the very first episode came out. Where can I watch it? It's on Fox 32, but I've got YouTube TV and it just records it for me. Oh, okay. Don't you have a dish? You still got a dish, don't you? Yeah, I got to figure it out. Um, I love Hell's Kitchen, though. I love anything Gordon Ramsay. I know. I'm so a huge I. fan. So I watch cooking videos all the time of Gordon Ramsay mm-hmm. and I love his cooking I know I'm gonna get we were talking about from this. David, but I love it because it's so simple. Yeah, and like you can watch something, you cannot do be able to do something yourself. You can watch his tutorial on how to do something. It is the simplest way you could possibly do it, and if you do it that way, it's it, perfect. It comes out perfect. I don't understand <clears throat> it, but it's awesome. I know, and we were talking about it not too long ago in a text message you sent me about how. His timing is just like absolutely perfect. What was where, he making on that one? It was a Texas. Uh, I don't remember what you were. It was eggs, steak and eggs. But it's like. But putting, I remember I sent just, you the video of him making Texas style that's right. steak and eggs. And it's putting the eggs in the pan and then going over to do something else. And they still come out like perfect, even though they've been sitting in the pan for what seems like no way too long. Because either. Obviously, I have a pan way too hot because they would overcook. I think that was skirt steak, by the way. I, it was, yes, it was. Because skirt steak would be probably my second favorite. Skirt steak's far. great. But Is that where you make uh, arrachera from? No, I think that's 
the picanha. That's a different cut. Okay. No, it's skirt steak. Mm. It is. I don't even know how to say that word. It's like how they spell it. It's like picky, picanha. The skirt steak or arachera is a long oh. strip of meat that comes off the inside of the ribs. There you go. Um, yeah, hey, so. <laughs> he just said a yes, Harf. Um, About what? I don't know. Just said yes, Harf with an exclamation point. Uh, where was I at? Yeah, the Hell's Kitchen. So, yeah, that's another thing. Uh, do you have any more? Oh, no. The only things, I haven't watched that much, but I did watch um, the, the standard fare for me right now. I have one other. Have you, you need to start, if you haven't already, start watching Welcome to Wrexham. I've recorded every episode. I have not started watching it yet. But it I'm is super excited to watch it. An absolute joy to watch Rob McElhenney and um, Ryan Reynolds just be around each other and how they are around other people. And it honestly feels like a Ted Lasso type environment with them. I'm sure it does. It's weird where like how real Ted Lasso is for that sporting community, because watching those guys play football in Wrexham uh, is crazy. Like they've got it nailed down. That's what made me realize that Ted Lasso has that environment and like, how they all act and what they do. They've got it nailed down perfectly because it literally felt like being in the same locker room with a lot of these guys, but it shows you also like how they rebuild this team. Um, it's just really neat to see like inside baseball on a sport that I know nothing about, yeah. but find it pretty interesting um, it, because those two also make it very entertaining. really entertaining. Yeah. I mean, I'm jazzed. My, my mom has been watching it. She's been telling me to watch it. She really likes it. Yeah, I didn't think I had brought it up on the show. I think I forgot the last couple times we recorded, but I finally wrote it down, and um, yeah, everybody should watch it. It's on Hulu. I think it's an an FX show, so if you don't have Hulu, you can watch it on FX, but um, it's really good. I think there's five or six episodes. David, uh, the yes harf was about the skirt steak being Arachera. Oh. Dirk Steele, welcome to Wrexham. He's on board with it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. Uh, I have it recorded. Just haven't started it because I have been trying to watch. Well, obviously, uh, do you have anything else other than the normal ones? One more. Okay, go ahead. Andor. Yeah, it's on my list. Oh, so I okay. just started watching Andor. I watched the first episode the other night, but I didn't start it till super late. Oh, fell asleep. And it's pretty slow. That episode is okay. It's just that episode. I think so. Okay. I, I don't know how you feel. This about is it, not but... a criticism. Yeah. This is not a criticism. I'm going to tell you what I think. I've, I've watched pretty much the full, the whole first episode. It is slow, but I absolutely dig what they're doing. And I can't um, say enough that this is, it's like the furthest thing from a Star Wars thing. Right. It, it doesn't even have the same type of music. It has like a synth score. Yeah, it's different. It's completely different. It's just in the same world. And they're doing it on purpose because you're so far removed from what was actually going on. Yes, I He's, think it's a complete revelation in the Star Wars world. Yes. And that's why they made it. And I hope we get more of this type of stuff. But the whole, like, it doesn't even have to be Star Wars. Well, I mean, it's just a it's just telling about what was going on in the universe. I'm just saying the style is like, so 
different, and I love it. Yeah, and it does. It does have a similar vibe to Rogue One. I will say that. Yes, it does. But it's even more removed from like the fantasy elements, right? And right, so, yeah, right now because you are like I said, so far removed from what's actually going on with like you know the Empire and rebellion and all this stuff. It's like the very beginning of rebellion. I think it's amazing that they can make stuff like this in the universe of Star Wars. And I think it's um, hopefully a clue. And to be able to feel like its own show inside of a Star Wars world. It's not even like like Mandalorian is was different and Boba Fett and all these things are different, but they still feel somewhat Star Warsy and or doesn't. It feels like its own thing. And, and it, yeah, the main thing is like the music. I and it gets it great. It gets more so its own thing. Um, but I would say, you know, watch the second, third and fourth. Up. I just watched the fourth one today. Um, you got to watch it. It's, oh, yeah. It's on the top of my list. Yeah. I mean, I'm actively trying to watch it. I just haven't had a lot of time. And when I did turn it on the other night, I don't remember where it was at, but we got home super late. And second episode, I will, I'll say, you know, it's more build. It's still building up to certain aspects, but towards later in the episode, it gets pretty good. And then uh, third episode was awesome. Um, fourth episode was still very good, just back kind of down from the third one, I would say, uh, yeah. action-wise and stuff. But it's a great show. I'm uh, all in on Andor. Yep, yeah, uh, that's my next one. Uh, and then the other two is just basically the same, House of Dragons. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to talk about that one? Yeah, sure we can. Um, they switched. They switched actors. Yeah, yeah. It did the time jump. Um, there were some surprises for me, and there's some spoilers here, but like I wasn't expecting King Viserys to still be alive. I wasn't either at all when he walked in the room um, after you know she comes up with the baby, and he walks in the room, and I was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I definitely thought he was going to be dead. He looked like he was dying. I did not immediately care for the actor. Playing um, Renaries. I didn't either at first. But she's good. It's growing on me a little. Um, I don't know. I The show is, I feel like, dragging a bit. Yeah, I agree. I still think it's better than probably most of the Game of Thrones seasons. But it is definitely dragging a bit. And so we'll see where it goes. I. They just don't seem to be as worried about the big moments like Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones right. ended every episode with a big moment. Every week was a big moment. They're not really doing that. Um, it's fine. I, I enjoy the show. I mean, Matt Smith um, is really good. He's so good. He is a like a revelation in this show. This is going to be a big jump for him. I agree. He's he's very very good at it at what he's doing, but. Um, I liked the first five episodes. The sixth one, I had, I had a little bit of problems with. I didn't like the queen at all. Um, she's just she's very unlikable. Very unlikable, which is on point with what they want. I don't <clears throat> like the you know. Just felt like she was just. So how many years later are we now? Ten, ten years later, and you know, Sir Kristen is still holding this ridiculous grudge. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. No, it no man is going to hold a grudge for 10 years because a woman chose to not run away from being queen. Yes, exactly. Like, that's silly. That would never... That's I mean, funny. none of it would ever happen, but that's not the point. She just... Um, I also didn't like the fact that the king is still very much alive and very much in charge, 
and yet she's making all of the decisions and telling everybody what to do. Well, I mean, that's a that's over a, top of a him. story plot point. I mean, that's I, part of it. I know it is. I just I don't necessarily. I didn't care for it just because I was like. It's just aggravating because he was sitting, he's like literally sitting there and she's just telling people and making decisions. And like they're sitting around at that round table and she was in charge of like the round table discussion. Yeah, I think they're trying to and, like poke it that he is basically like incapacity. Yeah, like a point. puppet at this point. But what I a figurehead. disliked most about it was it just seemed to take a lot of story and just kind of like flippantly throw it out. Yeah. Like the whole storyline of like the her kid's father i mean that was just like a could have been a big deal and then they're just like flipping it out they're like okay we're not doing that anymore no it's like well he's dead (laughs) (laughs) this doesn't make any sense it almost is like i'm complaining about it being slow but then they are they chew through all that story immediately and so in the fit in the fifth episode where he does end up getting killed like spoilers but this is going to be spoiler written where he does end up getting killed by that the one guy, his brother, his brother. Yeah. But I'm trying to figure his name out. It's like Laris. I think it's Laris or something like that. Um, and so now you think like, Ooh, this is like a big bad. And he's going to be like secretly behind the scenes, starting to mess with stuff. Jump ahead 10 years. He doesn't even exist in that episode. Not even around. Like he does something huge by p- killing this guy. And the no, queen finds out that was the same episode. That's what I'm saying. No, I thought that happened in the, f- that happened in the fifth one. No, 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 no. That happens. <coughs> How many have there been when she's been older? One. That's when it happens. Does it? I thought it happened in the fifth one and then. He's the father of oh, her yeah. children. Oh, you're right. Okay, so that does happen all in that one. And I like that dude. Okay. That dude seemed legit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Seemed like a good father. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed like a really good dad. Yeah. Then he leaves. Then, yeah, he decides to leave. All from hitting one other guard. Again. Of the, of no, the it was it was Sir Kristen, I guess. Yeah. Of the King's Watch. Like why I don't know. It's it's maybe we'll just chalk that one up to a bad episode. Um a frustrating episode. Yeah. Uh Rings of Power, on the other hand. Okay, then we're talking about Lord of the Rings. Um interesting that also slow. Yeah, that it has been very slow up until the last two episodes. But the last say. two episodes, well, I would say for sure. Which one was the last one? Was the last one the one where they finally catch the bad guy? Yes. Or was that two ago? No, that was this last one. Okay, number well, six. that one was awesome, and finally get to see some big action set pieces. I don't know. Huge. This action. show just continues to to amaze. I think. I mean, honestly, the score, the look of it. Yeah. The storylines that they're doing, um, I'm totally fine being mired down into the minutiae. Yeah. And I don't need big pushes of story forward. I don't like, think I'm I do fine either. Yeah. Living in this universe and just letting it happen. Yes. And I did like um, all of that. that. The last episode was basically all action. Yeah. It was all the orcs coming into that town and. You know, all the writers from Numenor coming eventually. I think they missed some opportunities Which to really cool. use practical effects over CGI. Like, sure. that was one of the great things 
about the Lord of the Rings movies is that there wasn't as much or nearly as much CGI compared to the Hobbit movies, which were very CGI. Very CGI. Cartoonishly so. This used both, but um, there were a couple CGI scenes that I thought were... Which ones? Because I didn't didn't feel like any were too bad. So when... um, What's the elf's name? I can't remember his name. I can't either. And I've been trying to think of it because I wanted to talk about him too. When he's fighting that guy that almost kills him. Yeah. Isn't that CGI? No. No? that orc? The orc? The big, it's like a big orc. Yeah, no, it's not CGI okay. at all. Maybe it, I'm wrong. That's the scene I was going to talk about, how I liked it so much, actually. Yeah, it was great. Because, so the whole fight goes on, and when he's stabbing him, and all that like blood's dripping on his face, like you feel it. Like You're like, oh my gosh. Like, Dude, this yeah, is, it was heavy. This is happening, and then, you know, obviously, he died. the CGI part at, was at the end when she stabs him through the head, or oh, neck, yeah. or whatever. Um, that was CGI, obviously. So, when the Riders of Numenor come through, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Like, that whole scene, and you're really, like, looking at him like, these guys are Screwed. legit. Well, and but before that, you're sitting in that oh, building, yeah. and you're like, they are screwed. But they do a good job of making the Numenorians seem like... Bigger than like yeah, not better than men, better than men. Yeah, which they're not. They are just men, but they're but they were like raised by elves, or like they come from. No, I guess they're like descended from elves. So the elves started Numenor, and then man took over because the elves left. Right? No, not what happened. So Elrond and his brother, yes, um, were both half elf, half human, and they somehow had a decision whether they wanted to be elves or human. So Elrond becomes an elf. And his brother oh, becomes a man, okay. and he forms Numenor. After the, those section of men help defeat Morgoth, yeah. uh, the Valor give them Numenor, Numenor as yeah. like a prize, which is basically like Atlantis. Yes. And since they're half, or they have elvish blood, that's why they live like two, 300 years compared to normal men. Right. They live 100 Gotcha. So they're not, they're really not, they are probably heal better, they live longer, they're probably stronger, mm-hmm. quicker than maybe your, the men of the south, like Halbrands. Right, absolutely. Um, at least that's my understanding. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, when they come riding in, all of that was amazing. And honestly, like the trick- They look like the riders of Rohan. Absolutely, they do. I don't. I think that's maybe on purpose, but I would assume it is kind of seeing as how I love uh, Isiliador's dad. He's really great. Yeah, he's great. I liked the little trickery at the end of the show, you know, like or I guess it would be in the middle, but then you figure it out at the end, you know, where he puts the sword in the stone, yeah. sword in the stone, and the whole water thing. I like it. I don't know where it's going to go from here, but. And I don't care. Like I, at first, I'm like, we gotta get through more story. And then this episode happens, and you go like, oh, they're not even. They don't even care about that story. No, they're just like doing whatever. Well, it's all about her trying to find the orcs and find Sauron. But uh, but then you realize you're like, that's not even. That's not the main story, really. Well, I mean, I mean it is. It is but, but and I don't care the negative negativity against um, the chick elf. What's your name? Glad Gladriel. Yeah. The negativity. What's the I, negativity with her? I think she's great. That she's like a hollow, wooden, like not emotive actress. Um, but that's not the character. I understand it's not the character. I understand the critiques. I mean, she is, it does take you out of it a bit 
and she's like her acting. Yeah. But I think she's great. I like her. I like every, almost I, every character. There's almost nobody I don't, I dislike except yeah. for the, um, the chick, the, the one that's like the head of the, the one that's in love with the elf dude. The one that's in love with the elf dude. Oh, you don't like her? No, I can't stand her. Why? Or her kid. I don't like him either. Oh, no, I don't have a problem with them at all. That's, um, why can't I remember her name? She was in, um, she's been in a bunch of shows, but I think she was in Doctor Who. Really? Mm hmm. She was in a Doctor Who, I thought. I don't think so. She's been in something I watched. <laughs> I know that. I can't remember if it was a Doctor Who or not, but it was. Something. Bron Bronwyn. Her name is Nazanin Bonidi. Wow. <laughs> That's her name. That's a mouthful. She's British. Uh born in Iran, raised in London. Um, she was in Hotel Mumbai. How I met your mother. She was on How I Met Your Mother for a long time. Huh. I don't know what you're I don't remember from Homeland. That. Oh, home that's what it is. She's a main character in Homeland. She's an Iron Man. I didn't know that. I don't either. know what role. It's Homeland. I remember from that. She was a source in Iran, actually. Yeah. Funny enough. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's a great show. I'm I'm into uh, Rings of Power a lot more now after the last two episodes for sure. This last one really did it for me where I was like, man, that was freaking cool. And it was, I was like, man, that was a lot better than the... Uh, dragons one house of dragons i will say it, it has surpassed house of dragons for me a lot or and game of thrones i mean i don't even think it, i would even compare it now the only comparison i have I, I to this even. show right now is the witcher and the witcher is still better yes um the only thing that gives like it can't be understated like without the lord of the rings connection because this show could exist on its own yeah i think so but without that connection it probably wouldn't be as good like that does help prop it up a lot which rightly so which it should yeah, it's going um, to. but i again and i will say it again and again i don't care what they do now yeah like i just want it it's like andor it is very similar to andor now that you say that because they can do anything in andor and i'm gonna be all totally for fine it. with it and same with the mandalorian it's like yeah mandalorian can do anything and i'm totally fine with it and yeah, now this this show can do the same thing because it's got all the right pieces. It's got all the right things, and it's all set up correctly to where you you should love it. Well, I think that they're doing a really good job of like the keeping the mystery going. But I think the last the great thing about the last one was like, oh, okay, so what we all thought was going on here, it's it doesn't, it isn't. Yeah, like this is. You know there is that going on, it, but it's completely changed now. Yeah. After the last episode, everything's gonna like it's turned on its head. Seeing as how I don't know that whole volcano blew up, what that's gonna change, I don't know. Right. So anyway, what are we on on time? We're done one fifty nine. Well, until next week. Yeah, we'll have another one next week. Hopefully on our regular scheduled time frame. Thursday night, um, but you never we know. can have a guest Thursday night. We can. Uh, Mr. Victor Rexroad's going to be in town. 
He needs to come on. He's told us multiple times he was going to come on the show. He said, he commented last show that he was going to be on the podcast on October 6th. Oh, I didn't even realize that. So hopefully we record that night. (laughs) Um, But anyway, for Snark Talk this week, I've been Chris. I am Jerry. See ya.